Hey, Nachow. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. Ch-ch-ch-ch-chowdy. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> so tell me about uh, your editing experience from last week. Oh, man. It was actually way easier than I expected it to be. Yeah? Yeah. You, uh, you have to hear yourself a lot, though. How do you feel about listening to yourself so much? Oh, man. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I do not sound like this. <laughs> no, you sound like that. Oh, man. But it's not bad. Oh. I mean, to me, it's, you sound the same when I listen to you in real time and listen to you in editing time. Oh, man. I'm like, that's my voice? That's your voice. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry to everyone who I've ever spoken to. <laughs> Dang. Your voice is fine. Aw. Uh-huh. Yay. But yeah, no, it was fun. It was kind of like a little puzzle. And I'm glad I didn't bother you <laughs> <laughs> as often as I thought I would. <laughs> it's it, it's just simple, you know, highlight and delete. But also sometimes you, know, you never know. It's a new program. Yeah, exactly. And then there's little things like when you're cutting stuff out, you're like, oh, I have to re-listen to that. And then just make sure it doesn't sound like weird or jumpy. Yeah. What a fun behind the scenes featurette we just had. <laughs> yeah, right? We've broken the fourth wall. Ooh. Turns out we're not as perfect speakers as we, we show you we are. <laughs> Especially with the grammar that I can't put together. Yeah, definitely. Same. I tend to stammer. <laughs> Stammer, stutter. Stutter? Stammering sounds like a real word, though. What is stammering? I don't know. I thought they were the same. Stuttering is definitely what I do. (laughs) Oh. I'm going to have to look at what stammering means later on. (laughs) I guess I do, too. I thought they were the same. Are they not interchangeable? They might be. I don't know. Are they not interchangeable? Um, (laughs) I'm not an English major, so I can't tell you. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know words. I went to school for art. Exactly. (laughs) I just went to school to see things, not to read things. Yeah. Anywho, this is a season finale we're talking about. Yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Yes. This was a very, uh, episode nine of Game of Thrones was happening. Yeah, there was a lot. Yeah, I liked it a lot. What's uh, it called? It's called Blackwater. Blackwater. Yeah. So it opens on Stannis's ships. And did you notice how good the music was in this scene? Not in this scene, but I did notice music later on. When they're like drumming. Yeah. And then you're like, damn, that's to hype everyone up, yep. but you're not sneaking on anyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no um, no sneak attacks in the show. Yeah. Good thing this wasn't a stealth mission because these guys would have failed. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to hear my beats, bro. Yeah. I was like, wow, the cinematography in this scene is so great. Like, this is beautiful. And then one guy started throwing up and I was like, it's not beautiful anymore. <laughs> I take that back. I don't like it. Yeah. I was like, oh, whoops. So it's uh, Davos and his son, mm-hmm. and they're talking about like Davos's past. Apparently, he was from King's Landing, but hasn't called it home for twenty years. And then uh, some one of them mentions that the Lannister ships are outnumbered ten to one. Their army's outnumbered five to one, but their walls have never been breached. So what do you think that means? It just sounded like they were like super confident, but also like, but also, yeah, because. Basically, the whole thing we find out later is like King's Landing was built to be impenetrable. Yes, except for that one gate. (laughs) That one time, that one thing. What I thought was interesting that he says after the whole walls have never been breached thing, he says the men guarding the walls, when they see you, they don't see a liberator. They see a stranger coming to set their city on fire. And I thought that was interesting because like it kind of puts into like perspective that their side probably thinks they're doing the right thing. And then the Mm. other side thinks they're doing the right thing. Yeah. I guess that's how all like war works. Oh, true. You know, like when the U S invades places that need democracy that, and they see all seem fine with whatever they're under right now. 
Yeah. So we're like, you need this. And they're like, but I'm good. <laughs> you know, because it's the thing, you know, you, when you've been raised to think that that's the right way, then then these guys and their 10 million ships come in. Yeah. And you're like, uh-oh, I don't like that. Yeah. They were like, we were fine. <laughs> yeah. But now we're with Shay and Tyrion. Oh. They're in bed. Every time Shay calls Tyrion my lion, my faith and love gets restored a little bit. Just a little bit? Just or a lot a of bit? bit. A, a little, a little bit. Oh, just a little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they're chatting. Tyrion is a little worried because he says that uh, if Stannis takes over, then he's going to burn every Lannister he can find. And uh, Tyrion's a Lannister. So yeah. uh, he says that he has no choice in all this, but it's not Shay's war. And she's like, uh, but it is. She's like, you're in it, so it's my battle. Yeah, because remember the last episode where they had that few that huge moment? Yeah. Aww. And they're like, I'm yours and you are mine <laughs> and all that. But so much- <laughs> what's funny, I just want to draw a parallel between two of our faves. When Tyrion says that it's not Shay's war, she like gets on top of him and he's like, you can't sleep your way out of everything. And she's like, I have so far. And I would also like to remind you that Osha also slept her way out of things to save the Stark boys. So... Two of our heroes, they know what they're talking about. That's feminism. (laughs) They know what they're doing. Yeah, they do. These are the real heroes of the show. Mm -hmm. I like that we actually get a real moment from Tyrion and he admits that he's afraid. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so like we're starting to get the Tyrion that doesn't use like comedy as a defense and like being all snarky and like joking. at me next time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like dealing with my problems. Here's a funny joke. Yep. So after their moment, we get to Cersei and Maester Phony Baloney Pycelle. Yeah. And he wants to offer a war advice. Mm-hmm. And she's like, nah, bro, give me what you got. So he gives her a vial of nightshade. It's like death potion. Like a liquid sleeping pill. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right. He broke it down. He said like one drop calms the nerves, 10 drops brings death. So I'm like, who, girl, who are you killing? Well, he said like three a deep sleep and then 10. Yes, I missed the next one. Yeah. They cut it off, and you can definitely assume it's like a coma or death. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, and 10 drops. <laughs> and then it goes from that to Bronn and his men singing and drinking. Yep. And everyone's having a good time until the hound walks in. <laughs> that guy's allowed to like relax every now and again. No, he has to be a huge downer 24 <laughs> 7. All the time. It's so annoying. Just have fun. <laughs> He's Mr. Edgelord. <laughs> <laughs> so then the hound and Bron have a bit of like a standoff, and, and Bron almost goes to like stab the hound, but then some bells ring. No, the, so, the hound had his hand on his dagger. I thought Bron did. Did they both? No, I think that was the hound's hand. Oh. Well, either way, somebody's about to get stabbed. Which was messed up because they're literally about to fight a war. Yeah. You need more of you guys on your side. That's true. So what are you doing? I don't know. Don't be dumb. Y'all stupid. <laughs> don't be dumb. But who do you think would have won in that battle? I think Bronn would have. Really? I thought the Hound would have. I, th- I feel like I feel like Bronn has like the agility. He is a bit smaller. And I feel like he's got street smarts. But I feel like the Hound does too. <laughs> I mean, yep. he also does have just brute strength. Yeah, and he yeah, and he's got the two-handed sword. Wait, who does? Bronn or the Hound? The Hound. I thought he has two-handed. Well, he had a dagger, so I guess it would have been dagger. If I guess if it's dagger and dagger, or like one sword. Either way, one-handed. he's double fisting. Yeah. Uh, actually, this is tough. I don't know now. We'll we'll circle back to that later. Bronn's my guy. <laughs> he is. He's a fun guy, but I just I feel like the Hound would win in that situation. Yeah. But anyway, so some bells ring, and that stops their almost fight. And then now we cut back to Varys and Tyrion. Getting and fitted for his armor. He's so, so cute. cute. 
Um, they're chatting about something, and Tyrion suggests that Varys knows all the names of the boys in town, which is like he's suggesting that he's fondling boys, and I didn't like that. I thought he was like suggesting he was gay, but now you just tuck it there, and now I'm upset. Yep. <laughs> well, okay. I, it started with me thinking that he was gay, but then I went, no, but he's saying boys, and Varys is a straight-up old man, so that means fondling. Oh my God, you think he's a pedophile? He might like- be, but also, I don't know. Because also in this scene, he, uh, Varys says that he's about to tell uh, Tyrion, you know. Oh, about his. About yeah, his, why he has no bits. Yeah, about his his stuff. And I was like, oh, we're finally going to find out. And like suddenly I realized that I was just as obsessed about it as everybody <laughs> else in King's Landing. <laughs> I know. I was like, I want to know. And then because Podrick is there, Varys goes, uh, one day I will. And I was like, oh, so close. If yeah. I don't find out by season eight. I just want to know to get it out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> they hang on to that one secret until season eight. And then the very last episode of the series is, and by the way. He like gets stabbed and with his dying breath. <laughs> and this is why. <laughs> <laughs> but, and it's going to be like some weird anticlimactic thing. It's going to be some like, I lied to somebody about stealing their bread. Yeah. And I'm going to be so mad. I think maybe that's why everybody's so mad at the show. Be like, did you see the movie American Pie? <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah, I got caught. <laughs> I got caught. <laughs> after that, oh, after we get the almost tea, uh, what are you trying to say? So we find out the Targaryens built King's Landing. So have they always ruled? Mm. Or has it been like Targaryen, 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 someone else, Targaryen? Maybe. I just know that we've always talked about the Targaryens for 300 years of blah, blah, blah. So maybe for as long as the Targaryens have been doing incest, they've been ruling. Gross. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I missed that bit. Yeah, and Varys brings up that Lady Melisandre is with Stannis, and he so kinda, he knows he knows, and he kind of seems like he's like wary or afraid of the priestess too. I mean, she's a demon birther, so <laughs> literally, <same>. yeah. <laughs> and then Tyrion says bye to Shay before he goes to battle, and I was like, my heart is breaking. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? I feel like I might have jumped ahead. Now. I definitely jumped ahead. I'm very lost. Uh, the last thing from the other scene that I wanted to mention was that Varys says that he thinks that Tyrion is the only man who could stop Stannis, and I thought that was a very big moment in Aww. both of their characters. Yes, he believes in him. Yeah, mm. but it was also like I feel like one of the first times where they're not talking in Riddle. Yeah, and they're just being like face to face, like for real. So that was interesting. And then my next note is Stannis ships. And they're countering the ringing bells with the drums. So that was the musical moment we were talking about five minutes ago. Boom, 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 yeah. Boom. That's not how it went, but. <laughs> so then after that, I have the men are posting up. Tyrion and Bronn have a fun don't die pep talk. Oh, you know, I that's love like them. The, those fun like bromums like don't die. You either. Yeah. You too. See, catch you on the flip side. Yep. And then uh, Sansa and Shay come by and Sansa tells Tyrion, uh, I pray for your safe return. And I'm like, ah, but then she's like, just as I pray for Joffrey. So now I'm like, is maybe. she, is that the rehearsed thing or is she <laughs> wishing Tyrion's death? Maybe, she's, maybe she's not wishing for their return. No. <laughs> <laughs> Unless she's just saying that to like show face. I think it's, I feel like it's like a mix of that. Yeah. And also the, cause now Sansa knows how to play mind games. Yeah. Or she's trying to like navigate for her own safety. And yeah. it's like, I feel like she always has to tag on, tag on like, and the Kings. Right. Because... Because she's protecting she's, herself. She's probably getting eavesdropped on left and right. Yeah. yeah. She's probably getting watched like a hawk. Yeah. Ugh, poor girl. I'm also just like rushing through this because I'm trying to catch my brain up to where you were when they're saying goodbye to each other. Oh, that was I'm like here. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so now, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. So Joffrey calls Sansa up to see him off, and she plays him. Did you pick up on this part? I hated this. this I loved this part. (laughs) She asks Joffrey if he'll be in the thick of it as he's, you know, and he's like, uh, duh, a king doesn't discuss his plans with some stupid girls. I know he gets so defensive about it. Because he's a phony. Ugh, he sucks. But then Sansa comes back and she's like, oh, you're right. I am stupid. Of course you'll be in the thick of it. My brother Rob is always where it's thickest and he's just a pretender. And Joffrey's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. That was a very good burn on Sansa's part. It was. She's got so many um, points in, in my corner. So as all the soldiers are leaving, Shay says, some of these boys will never come back. And Sansa says, Joffrey will. The worst ones always stay. Ooh. And I'm like, damn, she does not care who he is right now. <laughs> she doesn't. And she also like knows. Mm-hmm. She just knows. She's, we have to listen to Sansa. Maybe she can predict the rest of the show. (laughs) Yeah, we should. (laughs) We should only take notes on Sansa scenes from now on. Only her. So when they go outside and Joffrey goes outside, there's all these soldiers and civilians prepping and he looks so out of place, Mm -hmm. which makes sense because like he's never been in battle or anything. I don't even know if he, he has to have had some sort of like proper like training, training, sword training. Do you think? Uh, maybe. I feel like almost even no, because I mean, like, yes, it's part of his outfit or his uniform or whatever, but like Cersei didn't want him in battle. So do you think she would have put him in training? Although I guess you're right. If he is the prince and the king, he's got to have something going for him. I think it's more of like, she didn't want like the possibility of her baby getting killed Mm. (laughs) because like F her other two kids. Yeah. They don't matter. (laughs) What are even their names? We don't know. Yeah. I forgot them already. F uh, them. But this is a really funny scene too, because, uh, so it's Tyrion, Lancel, Joffrey, and the Hound. And Joffrey is like panicking because he doesn't see any of the Lannister ships out there protecting the, the bay. So he's like, so where are they? Where are they? And then Tyrion doesn't answer. He's just looking out, like surveying the land as, you know, you would if you're in charge of the battle. And then, <laughs> so then uh, Joffrey tells the Hound, he's like, Hound, Tell the hand of the king, or tell the hand that the king asked him a question, and then the hound repeats that, and then Tyrion's like, Lancel, tell the hound to tell the king that I'm busy, so then he <laughs> repeats that, and I just, I like love when there's these like super serious scenes, and like these super tense moments, but then the writers just like throw in this kind of like humor. This, it just like breaks it up. This funny banter. Yeah, and it like, makes it fun. Because it's like, all right, we're about to go into battle, and Joffrey's still being like a little brat. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it just shows everybody's character and who they are. But still, like, in a fun way. Mm-hmm. After that, Joffrey tries to threaten Tyrion again because, you know. Why not, right? I don't know why he thinks he can take Tyrion. But he's like, uh, you can't talk back to me like that. And Tyrion's like, or else what? Are you going to lead this battle? And Joffrey's <laughs> like, um, never mind. And Tyrion's like, you cut me in, my ha- in half. I won't be able to give the signal. No signal. No plan. No plan. And stand Stannis Baratheon sacks the city, takes the Iron Throne, puts your pinched little head atop a gate somewhere. It might be quite amusing, except that my head would be up there too. And I've never much liked my head, but I don't want to see it removed just yet. Neither do I. Yeah, me neither. (laughs) I want Tyrion's head to be attached to this person at all times. Yeah, he can live. Yeah. (laughs) Joffrey, mm, mm, no. But now we're with Stannis ships. They mentioned that they're doing a surprise attack at night. A sneak attack with all those drums. Yeah. And Davos <laughs> is like, uh, what? Lord Varys knows what you had for breakfast three days ago. There are no surprises here. <laughs> yeah. Du- and you're also pounding your drums. Yeah. So. <laughs> We're not sneaking up on anyone. No. 
<laughs> and also, haven't they, like, they've been knowing, like, they've gotten ravens that they've been, like, three and five and ten days away. Yeah. So is it just, like, a formality to be like, I'm sneaking up on you? Yeah, they're, <laughs> they've literally been getting tweets about it. Oh. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. But now we're in a room with Cersei and Sansa and Shay and a bunch of other ladies. So it's like a bunker or safe room or something like that. Oh, man. I'm going to say a safe room because I feel like Cersei wouldn't let herself be in a bunker. Yeah, like, right. to be underground. I think they're just in some tower. Yeah. And uh, Cersei was getting lit. She was turning <laughs> up. <laughs> she, uh, I don't think she handles pressure so well. I, I don't think so either. And then with the wine with it, too, I'm like, oh, God, this is just... yeah. Just going to go from bad to worse. Yeah, so Cersei's drinking her wine. She calls Sansa over to, like, have some with her, and she asks about if she's still on her period, which, sidebar, I just realized that this is Sansa's first period, but isn't she, like, 15, 16, 17? Wait, That's, yeah. like, a little late, right? Um, Although, like, it's old-timey time, so I don't know, like, if... The, um, but she's also not malnourished or anything, because mm-hmm. she's, she's, like, a high family. Yeah, because that is a couple years late from the norm. Yeah. Unless we just have everyone's ages messed up. We might. Because <laughs> you know who's bad at guessing ages? Me. Me. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like a sidebar. Well, we can address that later if we need yeah. to. But I just figured, like, it's a little late. It is. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Huh. But um, so there's like, some creepy guy in the room, this old dude. That's Sir Ellen, the executioner. Yep. <laughs> you the- knew who that was immediately. Because <laughs> you pay attention to people's faces. Um, they said his name. Yeah, but you know, that didn't mean anything to me. <laughs> Turns at le- out. At least he's not there to execute some puss. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. We're going to take a brief intermission from recording this podcast. I need a break. Deceased. Yep. <laughs> You executed me. <laughs> I, just anyway. got, I just came up with that now. <laughs> I'm so funny. <laughs> Cersei says that, that, what's his name? Sir Ilan. Sir Ilan is there because if King's Landing does fall, all the guards are paid. So they're going to be the first ones to leave. So he's there to quote unquote protect them. But we know that that's not the case. He's just one dude. He's just one dude. <laughs> After that, she's giving Sansa some more unsolicited queen advice. Which I feel like, I think Cersei just needs somebody to talk to. <laughs> That's what I think it is. Like, you know, because um, remember the, the scene last episode where she was talking to Tyrion about how I was ripped from my family, blah, blah, blah. So since Sansa is like the first one that can like kind of relate to her, mm-hmm. I feel like she's just like talking at her because she's like finally has somebody who understands what's happening. Yeah. Or def- is going through it. Definitely talking at and not with. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Unless she just loves the sound of her own voice she and just needs Cersei to say needs a friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> um, but now we're at back at the King's Landing Wall where Tyrion is, right? Yes. We can see the Stannis ships now. Mm-hmm. And I'm stressed out. Yeah. Because now both men, or the men on both sides, they have all their arrows loaded. They're all ready to attack. And then there's this one little ship that goes out and it's a Lannister ship, but it's a bogey. It's a distraction. Yes. yes. So now... Who are we getting distracted from? Is the demon coming back? <laughs> but then they show the ship and it's like leaking the wildfire stuff. Yeah, it is. Then they ignite it. Your boy Braun sets it off. Yeah. And I, so it kind of lights up like gasoline and then just straight up explodes. Yeah, that was interesting. I was not expecting the explosion. I wasn't expecting green fire. That too. <laughs> but I mean, I guess the liquid was green. Oh, okay. Yeah. But also green fire, that's a weird yeah. thing. 
Yeah, I was not expecting it to just explode. I was expecting it just to be like gasoline where it's just burning. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. And then just all the people on fire and just like all that stuff happening. I was like, oh my God. But you know, I've also heard that like same kind of theory, like, you know, in movies when you see cars are on fire, then they explode. Mm -hmm. I hear that that isn't a thing in real life. It's not. I've heard (laughs) only one person has told me that. So when I was, (laughs) I was road tripping back from Michigan once and there was a car on fire. Um, I think it just like rear ended like this 18 wheeler. So me and the other girl that were in the car, we were like, should we call somebody or something? But I think that 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 already had been handled because there are a few other cars parked around there. And I was like, but like, what if it explodes? And she's like, that's not a real thing. And I was like, what? She's like, it's not, that's just a movie thing. And I was like, are you sure? You watch too many movies, Nat. (laughs) So, um, I don't think that's, I don't think that's real life. (laughs) But anyway, did you also notice that in this scene, as everything is blowing up, Bronn and the Hound and Tyrion, they're all looking at like, whoa, like this is happening. Yeah. And then they cut to Joffrey and he's like having the time of his life. Like he loves seeing all these explosions and stuff. And you can hear the people screaming yeah. and you know he's eating it up. He loves it. Uh, he's an actual psychopath. <laughs> he might actually really be Yeah. Um, and then Stannis orders his ship to prepare to land. Oh, he's pissed. He's mad. He's like, I'm going to mess them up more yeah. now. Because he's smart. He realizes that the wildfire is just, you know, a one-time trick mm-hmm. or a one-time attack. So he's like, uh, we're going to... We're going to land. And then the guard that's with him is like, but we're like mad far from land and the Lannisters, they still have archers and hundreds of us will die. And then Stannis is like thousands. So he's just ready to throw all these men away and just kill all these lives. He doesn't care at all. He's like all or nothing right now. That is wild because like my thought in the moment was I get that this is war and like, you know, like we're fighting, like we're fighting for the throne and stuff. But if you are killing thousands of your men, you're going to have nobody to rule when you have the throne. <laughs> so what's the point? Yeah, that too. And they lost them like right at the start of battle. Yeah. <laughs> so so insane. Also, when they get to land, they start to collect against the wall. Mm-hmm. And Lannister soldiers are also tossing down boulders. Yes. And one smashes a guy's head. And I was like, Ugh. Yep. Oh, so gross. Just dropping, dropping rain in boulders. Yeah. Which is smart. I never thought, I never like thought that that was like a tactic, but like it makes so much sense. Yeah. It goes back to Cersei. Yep. And she's getting drunk. She's fully tipsy. Yeah. She kind of makes fun of Sansa for praying. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. Very rude. And then starts to make her drink with her and is like, no, drink. <laughs> yeah. So what happens is uh, Cersei calls Sansa over and she she says that she's praying for mercy for all of us. And Cersei's like, even me? And Sansa's like, no, duh. And then Cersei says, and what about Joffrey? And then she starts, Sansa starts saying her rehearsed thing. And Cersei's like, oh my God, shut up about that. Mm-hmm. So we love tipsy Cersei. <laughs> she has no filter. Yeah. And then she says that she wishes that she was a man because then she would be out there fighting instead of being cooped up with all these hens. She tells Sansa that she invited them all here because it was expected of her. So Sansa has to, you know, do that too when she becomes queen. It's just more of that unsolicited queen advice. Yeah. But it's also like Sansa does need that training. Yeah. If if that's going to be her future. Cersei also gives her a huge talk about using her womanly power. Yes. Tears aren't a woman's only weapon. The best one is the one between her legs, so she better learn how to use it. Yeah. And also, she kind of brings up the reality of the situation is that mm-hmm. if the troops do get through, the women will most likely be, like, raped and murdered. Pregnant by morning. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was that was a fun time. That was one of those like I get that's another one of those like keep it real, but also like do you need to scare her so much? Yeah, but also like I guess she should kind of almost be aware so she can run away if she can. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we're back to the Stannis boats. Yeah, back to the battle. They've made their way back. They've made their way to shore now, and now Joffrey's in a full panic because there's so many of them. So even with the the fire, the green fire stuff, they still it seems like have outnumbered the Lannisters. Yeah, there's still a lot of them. Yeah. Tyrion calls to rain fire on them. And now I'm already mad because I can just feel the scene coming where Joffrey's like, oh, yeah, I led that battle. That was all me. I told them to rain fire. Then Tyrion gets no credit. <laughs> like that, it's, it's making me mad again because even though I've seen the rest of the season, I just feel like that would still happen. Yeah, right. Somehow in like season three, that's going to happen. Yeah. So... Stannis's men end up going towards the Mudgate, mm-hmm. which Tyrion had mentioned at one point in the last episode that that's the weakest part of the wall. Yeah, I think that's where everybody is right now. Yeah, and the Hound cuts a guy right in half, and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's that brute strength. Yeah. Brute strength. How weird was it that Lancel got shot with an arrow and then ran away to go tattle on Cersei? Yeah, what a little punk. That was, I was like, did he, what? (laughs) And he's like updating her and she's like, bring my baby back. No more battling for him. (laughs) And he's like, uh, no. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. (laughs) She like threatens it essentially. Where are we? Where am I? I don't know where I am either. This is all like. Oh, you jumped ahead a little bit. So there's a lot of jump cut or um, intercutting in this episode. So we're going to get confused a lot. So we're in the safe room again. Cersei's talking about how growing up with Jamie was, you know, she, they were treated differently. Jamie got to learn how to fight become and become the heir to the Casterly Rock. But she got shipped off to have some guy rape her whenever, you know, he wanted. And then she notices Shay. Uh-oh. Yeah. And she's suspicious because Shay doesn't really know how to curtsy, but apparently has spent 10 years in Westeros. So I'm also just going to be very annoyed if Shay can't come up with the cover story as fast as Arya could, <laughs> who's 10 years old. Yeah, really. Right as Cersei's going to like find something out about Shay, that's when Lancel comes in to interrupt about Joffrey. So then she tells Sansa at this point that the guy, the executioner, whose name I forgot already. Sir Illyn. Illyn that he's actually there to kill them off in case Stannis takes the city. Whoop. Whoop. So now Sansa is just all stressed out. Yeah. But now we're back to the battle. Yeah, you're right. There are a lot of jump cuts in this. Yeah. And it's definitely like throwing me off. It's a very fast-paced episode. Yeah, because it was like battle, tower, battle, tower, battle, tower, ships. Yeah. I was like, what? (laughs) No. (laughs) Can't keep up. Yeah. So we're back in the battle. The hound is freezing because, not freezing like cold, like he's frozen <laughs> in like his moment. Because um, there's like a man who's literally on flames running at him. Yeah. But then Bronn shoots him before he can get to the hound. That's your boy, Bronn. Coming through. Yep. Mm-hmm. So then the Lannisters fall back. And then I got distracted because I was like, how long did it take to shoot these scenes? I don't really think it's that they fell back. It's just the hound froze up because obviously he has a fear of fire. Oh. That's what that was. Yeah. I didn't connect that. No. Because of his face. He, that yeah. That was burnt. Oh. Yeah, because he was tortured as a kid and had his face burnt. Mm. Yeah, he's afraid of fire. So he's the one who left. I missed that exposition. Yeah, no. He turned around and left. So instead of the hound, call him the tree. Because he leaves. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> yeah, he's like so over the battle. And Tyrion, when he goes back in, Tyrion is like, bro, get back out there. And the hound is like, fuck the king's guard. Fuck the city and fuck the king. 
And, you know, he's choosing his battles. Yeah, I respect that. Like, I also, that's one of those things, too. I get that this is a war and you have to, you know, fight for your side. But when your side has treated you like dog shit and expects you to be loyal. Mm. Yeah. I I also would choose my battles. You can only be loyal for so long. And he's like, this is a losing battle. And also when you're that big, I wouldn't be intimidated by my king, Joffrey, who's half my size. Yeah. An itty bitty thing. Yeah. Mm hmm. So now Stannis' soldiers are on land. They're ramming the gate. Lancel comes to get Joffrey, and Tyrion's like, homie, you got to stay in lead because you're king. And Joffrey's <laughs> torn. He's like, oh, what should I do? Because Lancel's like, your mom wants you. And he's like, is it, is it a king's matter? And he's like, your mom wants you. Yeah. He so, definitely was faking that just to make it seem like yeah. he was... He did not want to be there. Yeah, no. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll go. Oh, oh. I, I, Mom needs me? Oh, sorry, guys. Mom needs me. Yeah, I got to You know, it's mom. You, you know moms these days. Mom says I got to go, guys. <laughs> she but doesn't want I'm me so playing anymore. I'm so mad. We keep talking in circles about him and how stupid and cowardly he is. <laughs> <sighs> but we're going to move on so I don't get hung up on him. The Lannister men watch Joffrey leave, so now they're all, you know, like, well, our king is gone, so now what? Yeah, they're like, what do we do? And Tyrion's like, well, it's all up to me now. So he says that he'll lead the attack. And the men clearly aren't feeling it, and they're all scared. But then Tyrion gives a pep talk, and he knows, again, he knows how to talk to people. Because he angles it as, don't fight for the king, fight for your city and fight for your homes. Because if these guys overtake us, then they're taking your homes and your wives and all your things. So we respect that, because Joffrey would have been like, fight for me. I'm the one you need to defend. I don't care if you die. (laughs) So Tyrion is the one who belongs up there. But those are just personal thoughts. Yeah, right? He would make a good king. Yeah. (laughs) But also imagine like you've done all this work and you know that you're not getting credit for it anyway, but then the king who is supposed to at least show face just runs away. Yeah, right. So now you have to step up. Ugh. He's so annoyed. Yeah. Then what happens? So Lancel goes back to Cersei after talking to Joffrey Mm -hmm. and he's like panicking and freaking out and it's causing the women to panic. Yep. And Sansa's so good at calming everyone down. She is. She tends, she manages to de-escalate the situation. But Cersei and Lance will start arguing because he was like, Joffrey should really be out there. And she's like, no. So she stabs him. <laughs> she just pushed him. This, Either way, she just, yeah, she, yeah. she aggresses at him. Yeah, she attacks him. And then she takes the young, the young son, and whose runs. name I forget. Yeah, uh, Tommen. Tommen, yeah. Yes. And oh, then that's man. when all the women freak out. And then Sansa jumps. She doesn't even hesitate. She just jumps up. Yeah, she just goes right into like, it. Don't worry. The king is fighting bravely. We're in the safest place we can be. Shall we sing a hymn? And then they all start singing. And I'm like, my girl, she knows what she, she's the most, she's a more natural leader than Cersei and Joffrey will ever be, mm-hmm. I think. And then Shay grabs Sansa and is like, you have to go. You have to get out of here. Go to your chambers and bar your door. And Sansa's like, come with me. And she's like, no, I can't. I got to say bye to someone. And Sansa's like, the queen said they'd rape everyone. And Shay lifts up her skirt and shows a knife. She's like, no one's raping me. <laughs> I dare them. <laughs> also, can you believe she just accepted her death like that? Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, girl, come on. You're not that dumb. Eh. But I guess when you're in love, can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you know, you just do crazy things when you're yeah. in love. And I guess nobody's going to rape you with an ankle sword. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dagger. <laughs> So, so now we're in Sansa's room. Uh, and the hound is there, which I'm like, why is he there? Like, I'm so mad. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro. He says that he's just chilling. He's he's keeping it low key for a minute before he leaves. But did, I think that he's there to protect her. Did you notice he has a comb over? Yes. <laughs> I just noticed it here. Now that you've said that, I see it. Yeah. He like, 
combs his hair over his like burn. But ah, it's like yeah, the yeah, hair yeah. from the other side it's of like, his head. It's like an emo bang kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. But starting. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But so now he says that he's about to go north. You know, then he offers to take Sansa with him back to Winterfell. And she's like, I'm safe here. Stannis won't kill me. And he's like, girl. Yeah. You dumb. But like, I guess it's kind of more of like that decision is like both decisions are not the best They're to not, take. Yeah. So she's kind of like with the bad that she knows and the yeah. bad that she doesn't know. Lesser of two evils. Yes, exactly. So like if the Lannisters win, like she already kind of knows how to navigate around Joffrey. Yeah. Whereas like if she's out with the Hound, she has to relearn how to navigate around him. Yeah. He tells Sansa to look at him because Stannis, Ned, her brother, and her future sons are all and will be killers. So she better get used to looking at them. And then they have like one of those moments where it's like, oh, you really won't hurt me. It's one of those like Beauty and the Beast moments kind of yeah. things. And I was like, oh. but also this is one of those things. Like I said it last time, like the Hound is an interesting dude. Yeah, right. He's just like, is it is it chaotic neutral or whatever? <laughs> like he's just following. Like I think he's really there just to protect Sansa. Yeah, like I kinda, there's no other. He could have gone to any other bedroom. That's why I was wondering why. Like I was wondering if he has a sweet spot for Sansa. I think so. He's gotta. He better not be a piece of shit. You better not try to make any moves on her. I'll yeah, be right? so mad. Yeah. But he also better come and save her. <laughs> <laughs> Help her out. Yeah. Help our girl out. Uh, so now we're back with Tyrion. Yeah. And he leads his men behind the Baratheon troops. Mm-hmm. And his guys start cheering after they like defeat some of those guys. And then out come more enemy soldiers. And they're like, ah. Uh. And there's like a thousand of them. There's so many. And then some guy slices Tyrion on the face. Um, Sir. Oh. God, I know his name. Hold on. It's, Sir, I want to say Sir Marin Moore. It's mm. something really weird like that. It's somebody. But it's that one night. So now Cersei is soothing her son on the throne. She's telling him a story. This is a scene that I liked a lot. Yeah. It was one of those like creepy, but like really well cut and like just well done things, I thought. Yeah, it was definitely creepy. Yeah. So <laughs> she's telling her son the story about this lion cub that goes into the woods and is scared of the animals. But then the lion mom says not to be afraid because all the animals in the world come to bow to the lion, which is, you know, obviously the whole, like the Lannisters own everything. Everybody else bows to us kind of things. Mm -hmm. But then it's intercut with scenes from the battle, but it's all like slow-mo. But then there's this like good music playing and it's just really well done. It is. It was one of those like movie moments. And I was, I was just like, oh, poetic cinema. And then she pulls the nightshade out. Yeah. And then, like, uncorks it. She's about to give it to her son. Yeah. But then like, the door bursts open. <laughs> and then this guy walks in. And I'm like, is that Sir Loris? <laughs> yeah, I forgot who that was. <laughs> I was like, what? And then um, Tywin comes in and says, we won. And then she drops the poison. And yeah. I was like, no, I wasn't about to come like in. What? <laughs> no, yeah. you were. Yeah. Because I guess, like, the one way to save your kid is just to kill them yourself, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess she is protecting him from, you know, being tortured, I guess. Yeah, it's true. But that's the end of episode nine. There's a creepy man singing over the credits. And that was that was the end of the episode. Was there? I yeah. didn't even listen. I was just like, okay, end of episode. Yeah, I- it was a lot. I like that episode a lot. <laughs> it felt that this episode felt very season finale Yeah. So I was like sitting there. I had to sit there for a good minute to be like, oh, that was a really good episode. Yeah, right. And then I was like, what? Like, this is only episode nine. So what's episode 10 going to be the actual finale? Mm-hmm. So I thought it was going to get crazy. But then I also realized that Arya, Daenerys, and Jon weren't even in this episode. Yeah, it was very, like, only Lannister yeah. and Baratheon. Yeah, but I liked it a lot. And now, episode 10. 
which is called Valar Mor. Oh God, I practiced this. Oh, that guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Valar Morgulis. Morg. Morg. <laughs> I practiced it. It's Why? stand by. I'm gonna find it somewhere <laughs> in my notes. But anyway, that's the that's the name of the episode. Yep. Valor Morg. You know, Morgulis. I also didn't spell it out as well as I thought it. Morgulis. I practiced it as Arya was practicing it. Oh, spoilers. Either way, <laughs> um, I guess we won't be finding him later on. Yeah, right. Whoops. So anyway, this is the season finale and it's got an interesting title. While watching the episode recap, mm-hmm. I had like an oh moment because I figured out why Corrin Halfhand pushed John. Yeah. And I guess it was to make it seem like they weren't on the same side so the wildlings would be more likely to trust him. See, that's what I thought. Like I knew that he had a plan, but he did not make it very clear that there was a plan. It's a plot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, I have a question about the map. Okay. When it shows the wall, there's water on both sides and then land. So like, why don't the wildlings just go over the water <laughs> instead of trying to go through the wall? Because I don't know. <laughs> Is the map not to scale? It might not be to scale. Maybe they don't have access to the map. Maybe they've only experienced the one road and the road doesn't go to the waters. It just goes to the wall. Yeah. And that's all they know. That's all they can see. Sucks. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Anywho. So King's Landing. Yep. Tyrion wakes up and commands that the kid who helped him suit up, that's, that was um, Podrick. Yeah. Um, he has to tell Varys or Bronn that he's very much alive. Yeah. He also wakes up to fake-ass Master Pycelle staring yeah. at him. Yeah. I wouldn't like that. And I'm like, ugh. And then we find out he's no longer a hand of the king. Nope. Because Tywin's there. And also, he's not in his room anymore. No, he's they not. They gave him like some dinky little bedroom. He's in like some storage room. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is your room now. And I'm like, Deal with it. <laughs> I'm like, damn, this is like absolute disrespect. Now we have, uh, we cut straight to a close-up on Tywin's horse pooping, which then <laughs> follows him into the Iron Throne Room. What's that called? Is it just the Iron Room? The uh, Throne Room? I would just say it's the Throne Room. So we're following the poop and horse into the Throne Room, where Joffrey names Tywin the Hand of the King. The only other thing that I was very distracted by in the scene was that it just looked very evil. Yeah. Did you notice that? Like the, there was, um, uh, what's that called? Like stained glass behind him. And that was like all lit in red. And then obviously the Lannister colors are red. Mm-hmm. And then it was like just darkly shot. So it just looked very evil and <laughs> very like, um, ominous. Like this is my evil lair kind of thing. Yeah. Which it, I mean, it is. Then Joffrey calls Baelish forward to reward him with the castle and land of Harrenhal as a thank you for uniting the Lannisters and the Tyrells. Then he calls forward Sir Loras and says that he can request anything for giving them aid. Loras says that Renly was taken before he could give Marjorie a child. Way to just expose her like that. Well, he said that she's still innocent, so yeah. she's still a virgin. Yeah. So he didn't even expose that she still didn't have a kid. He still exposed. He exposed that she's still a virgin. Forty-year-old virgin. What? Whoa, what? <laughs> nerd. So. <laughs> <laughs> So Joffrey says that he would love that, as in, like, to give her his hand. Um, but he is promised to another. And then Cersei, this jackass, chimes in. <laughs> she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> let's, let's reassess here. Yeah, she's like, wait, 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 wait. She's like, Sansa's dad's a traitor and her brother's a rebel. Like, forget them. Yeah. This girl, she's clean. Just take, take her. Yeah. She's like, this girl's, this girl's got money. Yeah. <laughs> um, not a traitor. <laughs> And Joffrey's like, again, playing the stupid game, like, oh, but I've, I've promised the gods my hand to Sansa. So then... Um, so is that like fake loyalty? That's so fake. It's He's so fake. so fake. He's, He's just fake. putting on a show. Yeah. And Pycelle's like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I talked to the High Septum and they said it's cool. Because like, you know, like treason. 
So it's cool yeah, yeah. To, if you want to switch babes. And he's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So quick. They did her so dirty. Yeah. And sir, he's like, yeah, cool. I'll, I'll marry your hot sister, Sir Loris. <laughs> yeah. Say no more. I guess I have to, you know? Yeah. You know, for the good of the realm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll do what I can. Yeah. Not just the good of my penis, but the no. good of the realm. <laughs> and also, I feel like he's not even like thinking with his dick. He's just, he's, st- I feel like he's still thinking in his like psychopath, like, I got to kill people thing. Yeah. But like when she was talking about him and like how like she's so, she's heard so many stories about his wisdom and like how great he is. He was eating it up. He's a narcissist. Yeah. Like a true narcissist. Mm-hmm. Um, but now Sansa is in loads of danger. Yeah. Well, she walks away and kind of like laughs because she had a moment of like, oh my God, yes, I can go. See, and then, I have thoughts about that. And then Baelish comes up and he's like, nuh-uh, girl. <laughs> Absolutely not. He's like, just because he doesn't want to marry you anymore doesn't mean he's going to give you up. Yeah. Never going to give you up. He calls her a toy. Yeah. Also, yes, Rick Astley. <laughs> I have I have two thoughts on her laughing and crying because she is relieved that she's not promised Joffrey anymore, but also like she has to know that that's dangerous. Yeah. Because now she has like no value to them. Well, also like her being betrothed was what was protecting her. Exactly. So, like, so now she's lost that. Yeah. So like what's to like stop them from being like, okay, you're going to get kicked out of the city. Like fend for yourself. Exactly. I'm if any saying. bandits come, like play dead in the bushes. She should have gone with the hound. <laughs> She had the opportunity last night. Yikes. But Baelish is like, I'll help you get home. Like, get our baby home. <laughs> and will he? He's only doing that for Cat. I mean, probably to like get close to Cat. Stupid. But also protect Sansa. Yeah. But also like if it, if he maybe equates Sansa to Cat, like I hope he's not going to try to be creepy. Uh, uh. I think he, ideally in my brain... He still has his eyes on Kat, who's still very much alive. Yeah. And it's like, so he wouldn't be interested in her daughter. And maybe he'll be like, if I bring her back her daughter, she won't hate me anymore. She'll bone me. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> but now we're in Baelish's whorehouse. With who? Ross. Yes. Finally. <laughs> I, I, my note says, assuming this is Ross. <laughs> but, uh, so she's in there with somebody with a creepy hood on. Turns out it's Varys. Who else would it be? Real quick. Yeah. She was using like old timey time concealer on her black eyes. Was she? Yeah. I wonder what that's made of. (laughs) Oh, we can, uh, let's ask a makeup person. I don't know anything about concealer. I don't know anything about old timey makeup except Mm. that like Edo Japanese makeup, the white was, I think that was bird poop. Nice. I think that's all I got. Love that. (laughs) So Varys is here to get some gossip on Baelish, but actually he's there to try to get Ross to work for him instead of Baelish. She says that she's scared of Baelish and Varys says that she should be, but at least Varys protects those who work for him. You know what was weird though? What was weird? She's never met Lord Varys. But she she, knows him. She didn't, because she's heard of him, but she doesn't realize it's him until she tries to feel him up. Yep. And then she realizes like, there's no bits there. There's no man parts. he, He can't be the only one with no man parts. I, but I guess he would be the only one with no man parts to show up at a whorehouse. I, yeah, right? The one weirdo. Yeah. I just came to watch. Yeah. <laughs> That's just my thing. I just like to hang out. <laughs> but then she gets scared. Yep. So I'm like, is she scared of Varys because of who he is? Or is it like she's heard stories and maybe those stories correlate to like what he did to get to where mm. he is? All of the above. Yeah. Maybe. 
Because I was wondering about that. Because I'm like, he's not like intimidating. But he knows everything. He knows everything. Anyway, we're with Jamie and, Bri- and Brienne. And he's still talking shit. He will not stop talking. He needs to shut up. <laughs> she's not having it either. Yeah. She's, so, been, she's pretty good at not letting him get to her. Yeah, right? Yeah. I would have kicked his ass. Yeah. I'm like, can you shut up? up? I'm like, I'll break your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so three guys come and they're like, what are you doing? And she's like transporting a prisoner and they start cracking up. Yeah, they are hecklers. Yeah. After a little bit, they, of course, recognize Jamie and then attack them. Mm-hmm. And she totally messes them up. Yep. And Jamie's like, oh, shit, she's the real deal. But he's still trying to talk shit. Yeah, but he doesn't talk as much shit after. He doesn't. You're right. Yeah. He kind of had like that like, oh, shit moment because like he he's sitting there thinking she's playing dress up and is just playing pretend. Mm-hmm. And then she whips out all these crazy moves. Lays them out. Takes out three dudes. While his hands are still tied to a tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah, we she's, love Rian. She's so strong. <laughs> and then after that, Jamie's like, uh, those were Stark men. And Brienne's like, I don't care. I serve Lady Catelyn and not the Starks. Yeah. She's like, how many times do I have to tell you this? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Starks, we're back at Stark camp. Yay. Cat is talking to Rob about how he's promised to somebody else. Says that if he treats his oaths recklessly, people will do the same. Damn. Talking about how Rob just slept with, um, uh, what's your face? Talissa. Talissa. Yeah. So Kat's like giving him a lesson or, or whatever. And Rob says, my father is dead. My one living parent has no right to call anyone reckless. Mm. And I'm like, damn. Yeah, he's having a real, he, a, a teenage tantrum rebel moment. A little bit. Because he's still pissed that she let Jamie go. I mean, I would be too. I he's, get that. My leverage. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so. Now we're with Stannis. Stannis. And Melisandre's back. <sighs> okay. So. <laughs> Lay it down. Let me know. Here's my issue. <laughs> I haven't heard that in so long. What's your issue? All right. So here's what he says. The flames lied, and I'm no better than a savage trusting in a fire god. I fought for your god in Blackwater Bay. I led my men to the gates of the seventh hell as their brother burned alive. And for what? Attacked from behind by Tywin Lannister and the Tyrells. If you see me so much in your flames, why didn't you warn me? So he's pissed Mm. that he lost the battle and is blaming Melisandre for giving him false hope, basically since he believes she speaks for a god. Like, they're both human. He's human and she's human. Take responsibility for your actions. Like, let's not point fingers here. Yeah. Maybe (laughs) did she come with terms and conditions? Yeah, right. He didn't read them. (laughs) No, he didn't. He just said, okay. He's not a reader. He didn't have Sam with him. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Yeah, right. So that's my issue is like he's sitting there like being all pissed off. And it's like, dude, you could have thought this out a little bit more. Well, that's what happens when you don't take responsibility for your actions. You just get or no, like self-accountability, you know, like those are his decisions. Yes. Yes. There we That's go. That's the word. Yeah. Well, also, and then she says, talking about the whole victory in the flames thing, she's like, I still see it. So is she, I, I don't like, is she just talking to like save herself or does she still see victory in his future? She's really committed to her aesthetic. Yeah, she is. <laughs> and he gets so mad at her uh, for giving the false hope that he chokes her. Yeah, he starts strangling her and like, like a freaking psychopath. Men in this world really can't process their emotions, can they? Yeah, they really can't. They go straight to violence. Yeah. Except for Sam, I bet. I bet Sam thinks through things. Sam definitely talks it out. Yeah. Even just out loud to himself. Yeah. He's probably sitting there like right now, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm really mad at you, but like I shouldn't choke you. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. 
So then he also says, I murdered my brother. So he knew. So he knew about the demon thingy. Ugh. Right? Yeah. But then there's also one of those things, like, did he know beforehand that she would birth a demon? Uh, and then at that point, I'm going to go there. Is that, like, non-consensual if you don't know that you're, you're uh, fertilizing a demon? Yeah, because he thought... Wait, because... She, she just promised him a son. Yeah. Oh, she didn't specify, like, a she, people son. A no. Person, a, a, human, son. a human son. Jeez! No, she, she did not specify people or demon son. <laughs> so that's not consensual? I have... I have no idea. I guess not. Right. Um, on the technicality game. I don't like this. Yeah. yeah. We don't have to stay on this topic. I just, it just popped in my head. Yeah. So, um, so then they start staring at some fire. Yeah. And well, actually, wait. First, he's on the part where you said, I murdered my brother. But then she comes and says, we murdered your brother. Like, you're crazy. What? You didn't have to insert yourself into this. Yeah. Like, I mean, she definitely did. But yeah, I mean, she was part of it. It takes two to tango. <laughs> but like... That, that was like a familial moment. You are not part of that. Yeah, you just ruined it. Like, he's grieving his brother. Yeah. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so now we're talking about that looking into the fire thing. Yeah. And I was like, they start looking and they both see something. And I'm like, what? Show up. I want to see. <laughs> what? Tell me. Tell me. I'm, I don't like being... I'm nosy. Like, I don't, <laughs> don't want to be left out. What? I have to wait till season three to uh, find out? Hate it. Annoying. Ugh. And then she calls him the son of fire and warrior of light. So is he magic too? Or is she just gassing him up? She might just be gassing him up. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Because I was wondering also if like him putting himself, like his bits in her, did that like transfer magic energy through him? I don't I don't think, think it so. works that way. I don't think it works like I that. I think it's a one-way system. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're back to Winterfell. And Theon, I totally forgot about him actually. You same. Yeah. And he is tense. Yeah, he is. He's also having a temper tantrum moment. Yeah, but, but I like think- But like a, a contained one. It's- yeah, because he's, like, trying to... We, we kind of see more of, like, what's going on mm-hmm. with him internally is finally coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Because... He, he tells Lewin that he's going to kill that man. We don't know who that man is. Oh, it's the guy blowing the horn. Oh, oh, right. right yeah, because right. it's like, every five I seconds. I think I was just so tense that I was like, oh, who's going to die next? Yeah, he was getting really pissed. He tells Lewin to send a raven, and Lewin's like, you dummy, you killed them all. You murdered the murder. So then Theon has a monologue about, do you know how it feels to have your captors make it feel like you owe them for being their prisoner, and then to go home and your real dad, and or to go home to your real dad, and then he's treating you like you ran off, like it was your choice. So that was a, whew. That was, yeah. that was another good performance moment. Yeah, and that was like, okay, like we're actually getting yeah. real Theon. Yeah, and I have finally have some sympathy for him. Yeah. Like a little bit. It's like rough. Yeah. And even through all of this, Lewin still cares about him. Yeah. What a good guy. Yeah, right. I like him a lot. Yeah, he says that right now his best option is to run. Mm-hmm. He has 20 men versus the 500 who are on their way. So join the Night's Watch because all of his past crimes will be forgiven. And he's like, you can go to John, like, John will help you out. Yeah. And he's like, no. No, he won't. So Theon chooses not to run. Of course. So it's like the next morning, I guess, because yeah. the, the guy was blowing the horn oh, yeah, the whole yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. So he starts giving like this huge speech to his men. And then- Oh, wait. Hold on. Can I cut you off for a second? Yes. Because before we cut back to the next morning, in this whole like true honest heart-to-heart scene that they're having, Lewin tells Theon that uh, this is not the man that he's pretending to be. And Theon's like, uh, you may be right, but he's gone too far to pretend to be anything else. And I was just like, oh. Yes. That was a real hit, but also like be yourself, but also like he's too far gone. Yeah, no, he is. He's pretty like in too deep. Yeah. Anyway, so next morning. Yes. So he's giving this rallying speech to his troops. Mm-hmm. 
like they're the guys are like laughing whatever like it was a a pretty like interesting whatever so anyway so dagmar knocks him out Mm -hmm. and one of the guys says thought he'd never shut up and dagmar says it was a good speech i didn't want to interrupt it was i mean he was talking about like what was weird to me was like he was literally telling them that they were all gonna die today yeah just trying to pep them like oh you're gonna die today but at least you're gonna go down a hero and like no don't tell me that yeah if it was like if they had a chance i think this speech would have been a little more well received yeah but yeah so they knock him out um lewin comes in yeah and then lewin starts lewin comes in he sees he's knocked out like starts freaking out and then dagmar spears him straight in the gut oh he didn't deserve that he did not i was like you could have just punched him like knock yeah. him out if yeah, you exactly. had to attack him or you could have just been like get, leave it t- you know get out of this yeah You're not part of this he's an old man he's on his way out anyway yeah Ooh, that was rude anyway <laughs> the, the, then the 20 men go off to go home yeah they're like we're going now Bye. we're back to king's landing yay it's sir mandon Moore. ah what did i say uh i don't remember Ugh. i feel like i probably mixed up someone else's name yeah, it doesn't matter because i've been doing that um, there's too many people There's so many. So we find out he tried to kill Tyrion during the battle on Cersei's orders. On Cersei's orders? Mm -hmm. I missed that part. Yeah. Wow, that's rude. Yeah, Varys tells him that. Ugh. Mm -hmm. I like this new dynamic that Varys and Tyrion have. I know. Like, Like, they're real with each other now. Yeah, they're not speaking in riddles. No. They're being, like, straight up. Yep. I like it. I like that they're actually forming, like, a friendship relationship. Yeah, they both deserve it. Yeah, for real. And then who comes in? Shay. Ah! <laughs> and she's like, my love. And I'm like, my heart. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, you're still alive. Thank you. Yeah, right. Thank God. <laughs> so she takes off um, Tyrion's bandage and he's like, oh, I'm a monster. Yeah. And then she's like, wah, wah, wah. I'm a rich man and nobody loves me. So I make jokes to pay them to laugh. Way to call him out, girl. Yeah. Let him know. Keep him humble. He starts doing like a whole thing. Yeah, suddenly like, oh, I don't belong. I'm an imp now and I have an ugly face and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think that Joffrey really needs himself a Shay. No. Joffrey not, like, does. not like a Shay Shay, but like somebody who just keeps him humble like that and calls him out like that. Yeah. Which but, was Tyrion. But the difference is like if someone calls Joffrey out on that, he'll torture them. That's true. No, but I'm saying like <laughs> somebody who I guess he could call a friend or an acquaintance. Oh, like Who he will needs- tell him when he's being too much. Yeah. That's what he needs. He needs a pal. Yeah. So Shay wants Tyrion to run away, but he's like, I can't. He's too good at uh, talking and outthinking people, and he like actually likes it. So he asks if she still is going to leave, and she's like, you have a shit memory. I'm yours, and you're mine. And then he starts sobbing. And then I started sobbing. And then I started sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> and then my one note after that was just like, everybody's being so honest in the season finale. I love it. Character development for everybody. Yeah. I had to pause it and like wipe my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you don't uh, get your notes all wet. I was like, that was so beautiful. <laughs> love is love. And they start cuddling and I'm like, uh, <laughs> my heart. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to cry right now. And speaking of which, speaking it. of love. We're at Stark Camp, and it's a wedding. A wedding! Robin to Lyssa, they're getting eloped. Yeah, it's cute, but like they've known each other for two weeks. The Stark boys, love at first sight. <laughs> Remember? Chill, fam. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was very cute. I thought the whole thing was cute, and I thought... But that's going to like mess with things now. Yeah, right? Like, what's going to happen? Ooh. What I like... I, I thought the vows were like a little... um 
romantic because it's like I am hers and she is mine from this day until the end of my days. And then she repeated that too. They could have made that a poem. Yeah. I'm hers and she is mine till the end of time. Come on, guys. I'm like, missed uh, a real opportunity there. Yeah. I'm like, oh. And Karth. Yeah. To the spooky tower. Daris and Jorah and another Dothraki dude whose name I forget. Kavaro. Kavaro. Yes. They walk up to the house of the undying and it's spooky. It's Very completely spooky. sealed from the outside and Daenerys and Jorah take a lap and somehow she ends up inside, but he doesn't. She <laughs> she goes up to the tower. She's like, is this a riddle? And I'm like, I guess everything in this world is. Like, yeah. I hate this place. Yeah. I hate Zero stars. Yeah, I'm done. I would never, <laughs> ever Airbnb over there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not traveling to Westeros because I don't like riddles. Nope. <laughs> uh, now we're cut to Arya, and she and Gendry and Hot Pie are on the move. Yes. And then she sees... Oh Jacken. Jacken on a... On like some mountain kind of big yeah, hill. on a cliff. And then they pass, and then suddenly he's next to Arya. And I'm like, he's magic. He's magic. He's got to be, right? So she said, how did you know we'd come this way? And he's like, after all the things you've seen, this is your question? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, she does have an interesting mind. Yeah. And she's like, how did you kill those guards? Was it hard? Jacken's like, no harder than taking a new name if you know the way. So Arya's like, show me how I want to be able to do it too. And we find out that Jacken is from Bravos. Yes. Which is where Sirio was from. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do remember that star of a man. Yeah. And Arya says like, my dancing master was from Bravos. And Jockin says, to be a dancing master is a special thing, but to be a faceless man, that is something else entirely. So is he a faceless man? He definitely is. But he, he has gives a face. Her, <laughs> but hang on. There's more. <laughs> he gives her a coin and says that if she ever needs him again to give the coin to anybody from his land. Like, how is she going to know? And then just <laughs> The say, accent? That's true, I guess. But like... <laughs> What is there, like, one in every town? <laughs> There's just one hanging out. It's like a checkpoint in a video game. Yeah, right? But, uh, so, he, she has to give the coin to anybody from his land and say, Valar Morgulis. Valar Morgulis? I'm assuming that's his real name. So then, uh, he oh. tells her. Yeah. I thought it was just, like, a secret password. Oh, it could be that. Like, it's like, one or the other. Like, this is a bad RPG, and he's in, <laughs> and he's in, like, um, like, in Skyrim, they have, like, the Dark Brotherhood. Okay. <laughs> So like, which is just assassins. Uh-huh. So maybe he's like in an assassins guild. Mm. Cause there's an alchemist guild. Oh, okay. So maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe there's one of just hitmen. But then he tells her that Jacken is dead and to remember Valar Morgul's. Oh. And then he does like a double take. He turns his head. And then by the time he turns his head back, he's got a different face. Yeah. That was weird. I screamed. Yeah. I didn't like that at all. I was like, what? Cool. <laughs> but that was a, uh, I think that was deep fake before deep fake was a thing. Oh, wow. Maybe... Yeah, so maybe maybe that is his real name. I guess you're right. <laughs> and also, like, how did they do that <laughs> on the CGI side? Quick change. <laughs> yeah. They did a, okay, now turn 180. All right, don't move. All right, they put somebody else, a new actor in the place. Yeah, right. Okay, now 180 again. <laughs> awesome, got it. Move on. Yeah. All right, got what we need. Yep, Winterfell. Mm-hmm. Osha um, and the Stark boys. And, like, everything's on fire. Everything. Oh my, wow. Theon's men really killed everyone and burned everything before they left. Yeah. And their dire wolves are crying. Oh. They find a dying Lewin by the lake. Oh. He tells them to go north to John so that he can take care of them and send a raven to Robin Cat. And then he says his goodbye to the boys. And then he tells Osha to take care of him. <sighs> and she can just take care of me. Oh. Whew. 
that was a lot to take on for her. Like all she did was save the boys, and now she's she's tasked with all this responsibility. I know. And she has to kill a man now just to protect him and the boys. And and just the the moment between like Bran and Lewin, I was just like, oh, yeah. stop. But you know what is good? Mm-hmm. As they walk away, it seems like they've found Bran a wheelchair. They put him <laughs> in this like um this wheelbarrow. <laughs> so at least. There's some progress. Yeah, there's something for him. Because that would hurt, like, that would hurt uh, Hodor's back and After his arms. A while. Yeah. Because yeah. he keeps you know, traveling. He's light, but he's still weight. Like, Hodor it can only have so much stamina. Exactly. He needs to rest every <laughs> now and again. Yeah. So we're back to Daenerys. In this spooky tower that I hate. Yes, she's walking through this house of the undying. She's entered a room where it's snowing, and it's a replica of the Iron Throne room, except it's all burnt down. Like, destroyed? Yes. Yeah, Was so- that snow or ash? Ooh, either, I, that's a good point. Yeah. Because uh, my question was, it's probably just is this snow. a look into the future or the past? It's probably just snow. I'm probably just overthinking. <laughs> Could be Ash. Yeah. Because like, I, that's what I, was it when her father took the throne or was it, is it the future? Like when there's an actual battle for the throne? Oh, maybe. You know? Yeah. Because I was like, everything is destroyed. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> just put yeah. it back. So then she keeps walking and then she's through the wall tunnel? Yes. And then I'm like, what? And then she sees a tent. So she goes into the tent and there's Cal Drogo and a baby. And I'm emotional. <laughs> and the baby's so cute. And I'm like, oh my God. How could they do that to you? Yeah. And Drogo's like, mood of my life. And I'm like, my heart again. <laughs> I can't take no, this. This episode really came for you, huh? <laughs> really did. They have a real romance moment. Uh, and she's saying that she must be dreaming and calls like, I would kill any man who tries to wake me from this dream. And then that's when I heard you go, ah, from all the way across town. I did. (laughs) (laughs) And then they do that forehead touch thing that they all do in movies. And then she pulls herself away because she hears her babies crying. Like her dragon babies, not her baby baby. Yeah, because she's like, this is an illusion. Yeah. Which that's got to be rough to like know. But I'm glad that she's smart enough to know that it's fake. Yeah. And she's like crying and I'm crying. Yeah. And I'm like, at least like in a way, this is some sort of closure. Because oh, the true. way he died, it was just like, he's yeah. just a vegetable. And yeah. She gets one less good moment with him. Yeah. That's nice. That's fair. Aww. She ends up back in the tower and mm-hmm. finds her dragons. And they look so happy to see her. They are. I was like, oh. <laughs> but then the creepy guy shows up. Yeah. And says that when the dragons are born, so, or his magic was reborn, I think. Something like that. When the dragons were born, he got his power. So he's stronger in their presence and they're stronger in her presence. So he like magics some chains around her so that he can be stronger. Yeah. Right when he said they were strongest in years, I'm like, oh my God, he's going to take her prisoner. And then the chain showed up and I was like, no, (laughs) no. Annoying. But then she summons Dracarys. That's the name of the dragon. I was pronouncing it weird last time. It's Dracarys. Dracarys. So she says to use flamethrower on him. So he uses flamethrower and then he melts it. Then she's set free. That, uh, that dragon fire was pretty intense. Yeah. Like instant. For too. such like a Mushu sized dragon. That yeah. was a lot of fire. It was, it was, well, they had like all three of them started lighting this guy up and I was like, he can't be surprised that she, she also did it in like a really cool way. She just she looked over her shoulder and just said the dragon's name. He's like, I got you. I got you, boo. <laughs> yeah. Another huge character moment, because this is the first time we've seen them, like, actually, like, fire throw. Yes. So now she knows that she's, like, that powerful bitch. Yeah. Whew. She's got, she's got so much potential. <laughs> very excited for her character arc. Yeah, right. And now we're with the Wildlings. Um, and Jon Snow, who I totally forgot about, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Egret's mis- messing with him again. 
Yeah. And then the other Night Watch guy, he breaks loose and attacks John, which Corrin, is what you were talking about before. Yeah, Corin Halfhand. Mm-hmm. He's on to his plan again. And his plan. His plan. And I thought I got it. And then I was sitting here and I was like, I'm confused again. Me too. Because like <laughs> right now I thought, so he, um, what did I say? Like they fought and then John kills him, which is, I guess, a spoiler. I don't know if I'm jumping ahead. Was that part of the plan? I don't know. <laughs> because. This um, is a bad plan. Halfhand's last words were. We are all watchers of the wall. But what does that mean? I don't know. I was just so confused. I was, yeah, I didn't. And is this John's like first official kill? Oh, uh, baby's first kill. Yeah. <laughs> is it? I don't I know. I have no idea. I, don't, I was just very confused about that whole scene. Yeah. I but didn't. then Igret says, uh, you can tell that that's the man who killed Halfhand. So he was a traitor? Also, all, yeah, this whole entire thing confused me. Yeah. But then Rattle Shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst name ever. <laughs> Shut up, my mom gave it to me. Like I can't even say that when they're streaming. Uh so so they like unbind John. I was like, okay, so they trust him. Because so, he killed the other guy. He killed Halfhand. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, so I guess that was the plan. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. So the plan worked? I don't know. This is really confusing. But then their village is revealed and it's huge. Wait, oh. but Rattle Shirt <laughs> says, no. burn the body. You don't want this one coming back for you. Mm. So I'm like, okay, so zombies. Zombies for sure. Yeah. Because remember earlier when they were like, oh, you have to burn the bodies. And he's like, no, because then, you know, because then mm-hmm, they're seeing mm-hmm. the smoke. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, so they're actually burning the bodies for a reason. Protection. Yeah. Self-preservation. Yeah. So I'm like... Yikes. Ooh. Yeah. And Carth. then... Nope. I'm jumping ahead. Oh, sorry. No, and I was just going to bounce back to what you were saying. Where it was like, yeah. And then we see the wildlings have like a city. They do. Yes. Yeah. And it's large. Yeah. But then we cut to Karth. Yes. Yes. Ooh, you're oh my excited. God. I got so mad. I got so mad. Zaro. He's in bed with some chick. Doria. Who that? The one... Oh. Daenerys's right hand. Oh. The one Ooh. who she was worried about. Oh, that's dirty. Yeah. I was like, bitch. <laughs> bitch. I was like, I can't believe you. Wow. Yeah. I thought that was just some random girl. No. I wasn't paying attention. She betrayed her. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Now it makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. So Zara's necklace gets ripped off. His necklace key gets ripped off of his neck. Yeah. Because it's his vault key. And then they go to unlock the door to his riches. And what do they find behind the door? Oh my God. The vault's empty. Empty. So he's a phony. She... She's a liar. She betrayed Daenerys and yep. he's a phony. Yep. And then Zaro's trying to like say something to like, you know, be like, oh, no, 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 blah, blah, blah. you know, just trying to save himself. And then she, Daenerys is like, mm, thank you for teaching me this lesson. And then she throws them both in there. Yeah. And Doria is losing it. And I was like, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't have betrayed her. Yeah. Yeah. You deserve it, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Dothraki take all the gold and the jewels and there's this like really cool rendition of the theme song behind them. So I'm like, this is the thing. This is it. And what I'm seeing, uh, what am I seeing? So they're looting the room, right? That's where you're at? Yes. Oh, no. So what I am seeing is that the Dothraki are actually getting what they wanted. Yeah. Talking about that that golden peacock thing. Yeah, right? So it's funny because Jorah's like, it's all a lie. And Daenerys is like, looks real enough to me. So I'm like, is this gold all fake? So are his mm. riches fake? Probably. Did he just paint stuff gold and was like, I'm rich now. I'm the richest person in the city. Probably. I mean, he just claimed the kingness. Yeah, right? Jorah's like, it looks real enough to buy a ship. Whatever. 
And then the dragons, they just like the one dragon on her shoulder, like rubs his head on her forehead. And I was like, stop. That's we so love cute. a puppy. Oh. <laughs> now we're back to the mountains. Oh, God. Sam and co are on a scavenger hunt for and one of those buried packages. Yes. And he's still stuck on Gilly. I know. I'm like, Sam is me when I have a crush on someone. <laughs> just get your head in the game, Sam. <laughs> and then, uh-oh. Horns. Three of them. What's that mean? One is for friends, two is for wildlings, and three is for... Enemies. White walkers. White walkers. Yes. Two is for enemies. Did you... Mm, yes. Okay. I said two is for enemies. I heard wrong. Okay. One, three is for white walkers. Anyway, it's time to run. Yeah. And the two guys, they book Gren it. and Ed. Yes. What? <laughs> That's... This is the first time I've heard their name. <laughs> so they book it and leave Sam behind. I'm like, wow, some brotherhood. Fake. Yeah, they are so fake. Fake friends. And I swear, if White Walkers get Sam, I'm going to freak out. I know, because they come out and they're zombies. They're zombies. Sam is hiding behind a rock and they're all just like zombie walking past him. And then there's a zombie on the horse who stares straight at Sam. Yeah. And I'm going to like pee myself. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh no, he saw him. But he doesn't attack Sam. He kind of like looks at him and then looks away and then like does like a monster scream. Yeah. But I'm like, is Sam going to be okay? I don't know. Because, like, did any of the other ones notice him? Or did they all just... It looks like they're all just walking by. Yeah. Which means Sam's either dead or traumatized. Yeah. And I don't know which is worse. But then yeah, if I don't know. But then if they kill him, does he become a zombie? I don't know. Or That's the they, other thing that I have. This is unrelated, kind of. But, like, with zombies, I, f- I don't remember if I've talked to you about this before. But how do people become zombies? Like, it, is it an <laughs> airborne virus? It depends on the story. Okay, so we need to draw these boundaries in um, this show currently. Yeah, I don't think there's like, I don't think there's like official zombie rules because like depending on like what movie or TV show or video game, it's like the dead have risen or there's a virus. Right, because like some people have like the exposed skin. Some people get one, they like get bit. So like if you get bit, then does that mean that zombies are venomous? Ew. You know? That sounds gross. Unless it's just the bacteria from their teeth. Eh. I don't know. We'll we'll get there at a different time. <laughs> Next time we watch a zombie movie. But uh, we crane back to reveal like tens of thousands of zombies. Just a lot of zombies. So many of them. Walking very slowly. Uh, and I don't like that. Also, is there just a blizzard every time they're walking around? Did, like, did the blizzard just like happen to happen when they were there? Or does the blizzard just circle around them and that's part of their shtick? I feel like maybe both. Because they were up in the mountain. So it, I'm not surprised that it was snowing. I like think it windy. was already snowing, yeah, and windy. Yeah. But I'm sure it also helps energize them. Like, it's like a, a sun bonus. Because <laughs> it seemed like it was going around them. I did not notice that much. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, what? But that's the end of the season. Yeah. And I'm stressed. I'm stressed out. I honestly thought that episode nine was a better season finale. <laughs> because as far as, like, the story-wise and the whole thing was, like, tense and dramatic. But this one, I feel like they just made a cliffhanger like the whole to the whole it. concept of um like your jump scare versus your actual thriller mm-hmm. this felt like more of a jump scare kind of finale rather than like a full thriller finale mm-hmm. you know what i mean i'm picking up what you're putting down but not to say that it's a bad episode i'm just saying i thought episode nine was more season finale <laughs> i just hope sam's okay me too <laughs> so what do you think is going to happen next season next season i think daenerys is going to get her ship and i think her and stannis are going to link up Ooh, like to be allies or do you think they're going to butt heads and fight? I think they're going to be allies. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And I think the Greyjoys are going to give Theon back to the Starks. (laughs) That's rough. 
And I think instead of going north to John, Osha, Bran, Rickon, and Hodor are just going to go south. Also, so that you think they'll get caught anywhere? I think it's the intention is going to be towards going to Rob, mm. but I don't. I doubt they would get there. Right, Because yeah. <laughs> they're not really an intimidating bunch. They're not. And there's only one road, and there's bandits. There are plenty of bandits. Yeah. I also think that the phrase will attack the Starks because Rob broke his promise. That's correct. Yes. To the daughter. Yep. And I think Brienne will bring Jamie back to King's Landing and get some sweet new armor. <laughs> What's going to happen to her then? <laughs> I think she's just going to be like, all right, bye. Back to... Mm, okay, okay. Back to Cat. Peace out. The the Lannisters are going to owe her something for that. Yeah. Correct? She's like, here's your brother, and then they're going to probably Ooh, reward her. Maybe she'll get there in time to take Sansa with her. Oh, I hope so. I would so. love that. Oh, like, here's your brother. Like, can I take the girl? Yeah. And like, can I have like a new sword or yeah, something yeah, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And give the girl some armor too, just in case. Yeah. Just for some protection. Like I can do it, but just in case, you just know? Just in case. <laughs> in case someone with arrows shows up. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Arya. What do you think is going to happen to Arya? I hope she makes it home. Me too. <laughs> Honestly, if we don't see this demon in episode one, <laughs> it's fake. Did it just fade away? The demon is done. The it, demon just they like- They use it for one thing. Demon gets birthed, stabs someone, and just dissipates into the air. Yeah, you know, like a mosquito, it bites you and then it dies. What? That's what happens. Or is that bees? That's bees. Oh. Bees sting you, and then the stinger pulls their intestines out. Oh, wow. That's, that's a little yeah. vicious. No, Sorry, mosquitoes, mosquitoes take blood for babies to make babies. I thought that was, oh. <laughs> I know biology. <laughs> Anywho, season three is going to be exciting, but we're not starting with season three next. We're going to watch the movies next. Yay! I'm excited. Me too. We're not going to tell you which movies yet, though. <laughs> you can judge us later. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it. Yeah. So follow us on all the things, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Chowdy Media, the podcast, tell <laughs> your friends to listen to the podcast, Podbean, <laughs> Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Yay. And then we'll all watch the movies next week. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And sticking around with us. What great pals you guys are. <laughs> yeah, right? Thanks. Okay, bye. bye.